At Capella University, you're in control of your education. With the game-changing FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines and move at your own pace. The faster you move, the more you save. Visit capella.edu to learn more. OMG, your BFF's birthday is here and you don't know what to get her? No worries. 1-800-Flowers.com has you covered. 1-800-Flowers is the ultimate birthday gifting destination. For those who know, it's not about giving a gift. It's about giving the gift. Make every birthday brighter with exclusive offers and great values on gorgeous bouquets and arrangements. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Yo fam, what's good, what's poppin'? Yo fam, what's good, what's poppin'? Oh, 800, yo fam. Whatever in it, yo fam, what's good, what's poppin'? Yo fam, what's good, what's poppin'? Oh, 800, yo fam. Whatever in it. 0800 yo fam what's good what's popping it's a mad thing you know what i went from not recording a podcast for all of two and a half months because of all of the fuckery to really and truly jumping back in i feel like um i feel like i've got more of a sense of freedom with the way i'm gonna approach it this time i feel like my podcast is really kind of functioning in phases and when I say phases, I mean like I'll be doing it, run off on a runaway train and then I'll kick back and be like, all right, so what am I going to do here? What direction am I going in? You know, and I've had one of those moments of clarity. I think the last episode I survived C19, it was something I wrote on the 11th of January. I delivered it in a more of a spoken wordy style because I was just flowing. And I feel like... That's probably my most honest episode to date. Like, I don't think I've ever been that open. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I went into some stuff, man. I was talking about all of me, um, all of my hopes, you know, the unresolved issues internally. And I guess I say that to say this, like, you know, this podcast isn't just jumping on a mic and... Like just ranting up the place This is actually real shit It's poetry in motion Like from week to week Man is really going through stuff You know what I'm saying And today is no different I've been watching the series Small Acts I remember my brother telling me about it months ago You know Steve McQueen directed the same guy Who directed um, 12 Years a Slave It features John Boy de Yeager um, it features the gentleman from Blue Story I forgot his name, I'm so sorry He's from Peckham as well As well as John Diego. It features a whole host of actors and actresses Very talented and it tells the story It almost tells the story of I feel like it tells the story of my parents' generation You know, my grandparents' generation How they came over from Jamaica you know, some came over via an invitation to rebuild Britain after the World War II and they was met with nothing but hostility. Even though they wanted to work in a public sector, all of that stuff, they were met with nothing but hostility. Mad timing is I was doing something for um, uh, a DNI initiative, you know, and it was to do with um, kind of black culture, black history and stuff like that. 
And I feel like the first episode of Small Axe, I watched that on the day that I had the DNI presentations and whatnot. And I think I was inspired to do it because of the content that one of my colleagues had prepared that I helped her to bring it to life during presentations and stuff like. And I really wanted to watch Small Axe because I was like, I need to just you know watch it as everyone had watched it months previous and i found that it frustrated me anytime i watch archive footage which i think is important to watch archive footage from the 70s the 80s the 90s and even way before that it's important to watch that so you know that in the grander scheme of history things like institutional racism racism itself prejudice and stuff like that this is nothing new for us this is something that's always a subject you know what i'm saying whether it be um going against the national front in the 60s and 70s or even the 50s like and my colleague raised a very important point shout out to Haley. she raised a very important point that everything we have as black people is birthed out of trauma like everything in the western kind of societies that we live in has been birthed out of trauma birthed out of being underrepresented and stuff like that and i remember writing a tweet a week before the 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 day happened and i wish i could find it but i paraphrase it now and it went something like you know for all of us that are reluctantly doing a lot of this dni work within our workspaces within society right it's no longer opt out and it is no longer kind of stepping up and and doing it it's almost as though if we don't do that work we just end up getting madder and madder you know what i'm saying because nothing changes it's like we are doing this or from my perspective i find myself doing a lot of the dna work and and initiatives so my younger self or the people coming after me don't have to go through the same struggle. You know, the message from me would be whether what whatever workplace you're in, whatever environment you're in, be yourself. Talk the way you talk outside of work. Obviously, there are situations when you switch it up because not everyone may understand, but never dim your light or never distort yourself or overly refine yourself to the point that you no longer recognize yourself for anybody so be yourself be you but anyway i was watching small acts you know i've watched two episodes i've watched the um no three actually i watched the first one about the mangrove nine i watched the second one about the blues dances and the shubins and whatnot and i watched the third one about the police officer you know when I watch things like Small Axe and I find my blood pressure just boils because all these years later, not a lot has changed. The archive footage, if you watch it, would tell you the same story. Before Brexit became a thing again, you'll find the same debate on a Kilroy show in the late 80s to early 90s. These folk played a long game through policies as if they were playing a game of American football and advancing a yard at a time until they reached the end zone. Check Friedman versus Keynes, a battle of ideology which was fought over the course of the 21st century. And you can find a lot of that Friedman versus Keynes story 
and the outcomes in Naomi Klein's introduction of the shock doctrine. And I touched on a bit of it in um, my favourite verses. Think about it like this, it's big 2021 and we're still talking about institutional racism in the police, the state, corporate structures and their mistreatment of black people. Archive footage from earlier than the 60s right through to today would show you the same thing. A lot of what's the topic of conversation is nothing new, it's just that you can no longer turn a blind eye and be ignorant to change as the oppressed are amplifying their voices. Go deeper into the vortex and see that it transcends all boundaries and differences. It's simply a battle between the greedy and malnourished. There's obvious differences, but ultimately we all want the same thing, which is to achieve a fair global society of egalitarianism, where everyone has equity and equality. However, with such an imbalance between those who observe nature's importance and practice a sense of community at odds with those who value individualism, it would always be a struggle. At every point you hit barriers where people misinterpret traditions, culture and coping mechanisms for trauma with their true identity. Are you willing to refute all you've ever known for a better tomorrow? Are you in pursuit for truth or comfort? Interestingly, there's a verse. I can't remember if it's in the Quran or the Bible, although they it's in one of the beginning chapters, right, of both. And it says something along the lines of, and it touches on culture, it touches on traditions. I believe it's in the, the, the Old Testament. And it's like, they're talking about culture being separate from the way that was given to Abraham from the Almighty, right? And when they're quizzed on it, man are saying we were following the traditions of our fathers and our fathers' fathers. So a lot of the time, the traditions, the routines and the rituals we follow ain't even the true thing. Or even from source. They are things and habits that are built up over time. Therefore, that's why you get the point that I made about, you know, are you misinterpreting traditions, culture and coping mechanisms for dealing with trauma with your true identity and if you strip back those traditions the culture the coping mechanisms and take that away from someone do they know will you know what your true identity is if you look at a lot of the indigenous societies and populations around the world I wonder why they thrive without poverty without you know, all of these random issues is because they practice a sense of community and also they observe nature. You know what I'm saying? And as I shared in my in uh, the episode where I was talking about my favourite verses, I shared that, or even it must have been in a presentation that I was doing around um, how to create an e-book. And I was saying that my favourite book is the Quran because 
it makes me look out upon nature because the metaphors and similes for me to understand the relationships between creator and inhabitants of planet earth is always made on the basis of nature of cycles and you know how it works and i think as humans we need to live in more in more collaboration with nature and also each other you know so there isn't this imbalance of power between the haves and the have nots and on that note like i got to say rip to bunny whaler one third of the whalers that's the final whaler that has passed yeah and one thing that i rate about the whalers as a group yeah is that yeah fair enough they were teaching like black liberation stand up in the face of your oppressor and injustice and you know knock down a door use a small axe to chop the tree and eventually it will drop but i think underpinning their message especially through the music of bob marley going forward is it was someone who transcended the barrier of differences someone who basically said we need to address greed we need to address our individualism and think about the we instead of the i or the me you know and if you look at where the world has been going ideologically right it's not you know the western world versus islam or whatever or a new crusade and stuff like that you could almost look at it as a individual ideology versus the ummah and the ummah remains a community so let's get back to community how can we be our best selves to ensure that we power the ideology of we because no man is an island we all need each other playing our positions in whatever position we play within society for society to function it's just that there are a concentrated small few that have that power and they govern us by a series of highlighting the differences and it's not even celebrating our differences but using our differences to separate us that's why it's important to reflect on the line i said regarding are you willing to refute all you've ever known for a better tomorrow yeah and are you in pursuit of truth or comfort The reason why these two questions are important because if we're talking about the DNI conversation around the injustice that black people have faced and continue to face to this very day and those of ethnic minorities continue to face are you as someone who may not be a part of those communities per se willing to come face to face 
with your traditions and culture and all you've ever known and refute those. Because it's a journey, yeah? When you start looking at how to, how to be an ally, how can you support? You have to unlearn what you've known because what you've known is like being inside a bubble and mollycoddled for years. No one's telling you the true legacy of your empire's history, what your people have done around the world, what your people have done within societies, how your people have continued to turn a blind eye, how you have continued to stay ignorant rather than challenge what you've been spoon-fed and have known. You know what I'm saying? So I think, not even I think, the purpose of this episode, I was meant to just share my reflection on small acts, the series, as I'm kind of halfway through it at the moment, but, you know... I felt it important to kind of break it down because I really want you to think and feel free if you know me personally if you don't holler at me at where it's KO you know at 0800 yo fam holler at me let me know your thoughts and feelings on this episode of the podcast and I really want you to take stuff in you know and I know I talk and mention things like not even things like the world the bible the quran and whatnot because i feel like they are two texts that i read the quran is something i read a lot and i reflect on some of the questions it asks because it's relevant to society or the situations that i find myself in so i really want you to sit and deep it you know because it's not me trying to you know tell you about spirituality tell you about Islam tell you about this that and a third I just want you to sit and think think about the world think about your place within the world think about how you can make it a better and more equitable place for everybody The message is all universal. We need to be at one with nature. We need to be... We need to have some form of equilibrium about nature, our human relationships and how we treat one another. What legacy are we building for those that come after us? Because we can't have 50 to 500 years of more wars, more division. You know what I'm saying? I'm out. Peace. Yo fam, what's good, what's popping? Yo fam, what's good, what's popping? 0800, yo fam. Whatever it is, yo fam. What's good, what's popping? Yo fam, what's good, what's popping? 0800, yo fam. Whatever it is. Holler at me for the podcast. 
It's the coldest podcast. I said holler at me for the podcast. Mondays and Thursdays. I said holler at me on the podcast. It's the wavy podcast. It's like holler at me on the podcast. Subscribe. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. The moment you realized you were mistaking your kids for co-workers? Okay, team, I'm uh, taking my 15 now. Taking 15 what? Was the moment you knew it was time to get back to work. Let's job it up. At CareerBuilder, our simple, customizable search tool lets you search for part-time, full-time, and even work-from-home jobs so you can find a job that fits your lifestyle. Get started now at CareerBuilder.com.